In those days, and so begins our entry into the season of Advent, a season of waiting for the Christ child. It always comes as a bit of a shock to me that the season commonly perceived to be all about joy and peace always begins with the end of the world. Every year on the first Sunday of Advent, the lectionary gives us a little apocalypse. That's actually what today's reading is referred to as, the little apocalypse. Again, perhaps I shouldn't be surprised, since Jesus' nativity was an apocalypse in a sense. It changed the world. In those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. These are Jesus' words to his disciples as they are gathered on the Mount of Olives. The disciples have been admiring the grandeur of Jerusalem's temple. They are so impressed. Jesus, however, is telling them, change is coming. The temple of your life will be crumbling. If you have ever experienced significant change in your life, whether desired or dreaded, then you know about those days. You know about Advent, not the commercialized Advent of of strung lights and beautifully wrapped presents under a slightly crooked Christmas tree, but the Advent times of change. All change, whether welcomed or unwelcomed, brings with it some kind of loss. It may be the loss of a relationship, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of what is comfortable, what is familiar, what is safe. Regardless, the world you have come to know has ended. The temple of your life has come down. And in the gathering darkness, you wonder how you will find your way forward since the lights that once illuminated your path no longer shine. You wonder, what will you do now that the world has fallen? You wonder where you will turn when it feels like the darkness is your only companion. Where is God? The dark times in our lives are always threshold moments, moments of waiting between what was and what will be. And the transition is hard. Sometimes it feels impossibly hard. And we're reminded once again that we have control over nothing in life, absolutely nothing. And then we're challenged to let go of our habitual ways of of knowing, of doing, of seeing, of loving the world. Of course, the temptation is to always do something to fix it, to ease the pain, to escape the uncertainty, to run from it, to return to life as it used to be. Yet, we can never go back to the way it used to be. 
before the lights went out, before the temple of our lives crumbled, before the stars fell from heaven. More often than not, in the Advent times of life, the greatest risk is to allow the darkness to deceive us into believing that there is nothing worth waiting or watching or living for. Allowing our fear of the unknown to control us, to take away our hope so that we cling to despair. Blindly accepting our loss as reality. Eventually we close our eyes and we fall asleep. We become a part of the darkness. One can live a long time in the darkness. One can lose their faith in the darkness. In today's lesson, Jesus says to his disciples, Remember the fig tree. When its branches become tender and it puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. Its season of darkness, its season of dormancy is coming to an end. New life is possible, is promised, is beginning. And so it is when darkness threatens to overcome your life. Know that I draw near to you, to heal you, to save you, to comfort you. Know that I do not abandon you in the dark and broken aspects of your life. But you must keep awake. You must keep awake. Don't fall asleep. Darkness is not your reality. Give your eyes time to adjust. If you pay attention to the unfolding world around you, signs of life, signs of hope, you will know that I am coming for you. You will see me. And although I cannot undo the pain and the loss of your life, I will offer you a new beginning. Keep awake. Don't fall asleep. Each of us has experienced Advent times in life. Times of change, times of loss, times of darkness. We have and we will. In today's lesson, we're told to trust in God more than the darkness, to know that God comes to us in the brokenness of life, those threshold moments of change, not to undo our lives, but to restore our lives. Anne Lamont says, when God is going to do something wonderful, God always starts with hardship. And when God is going to do something amazing, God always starts with an impossibility. And so on this first Sunday of Advent, we are reminded of the first Advent, the moment when God broke into a shattered world and changed it forever by offering it light and hope 
in the most impossible and amazing and unexpected way. The life of a child. A child born into poverty, weak and dependent, yet who is the ultimate answer to every prayer, every light extinguished, every loss suffered, every change that cannot be undone. The child reminds us of what God can do when the temples of our lives crumble. And when we believe that loss holds sway over life. The season of Advent, though, is not so much about our losses as it is about the coming of what will be, the hope of what can be. When we keep awake, we keep the faith, we trust in God more than the darkness, the brokenness, the loss. The death of one thing always gives birth to something new. That is Christ's promise to us. And Christ somehow inhabits each ending we experience in life so that we can begin again. Keep awake. Know that God comes for you in the darkness. Welcome to the season of Advent. Amen.